guys, welcome back to Toby's show, guys, I'm doing another episode. Double episodes today. So guys, I am reading more uh, scary encounter stories from Reddit. So let's get into this. The first one is, he walked out and been in my car. This happened to me a couple years ago. Okay. Okay. My husband had just picked me up from work. We had one car at the time. We were on our way home. So going up up the hill we live on, we came around a curve and see some shirtless guy in blue jeans walking towards the trash cans at the end of that driveway. Naturally, I assumed he was just throwing something away. As we got closer, though, he looked right at us. His face was blank, and, and his eyes were all glazed. Then he just starts walking really fast into the road right in front of our car. My husband hit the brakes and the dude just stands there in front of us. My window was rolled halfway was rolled halfway down because we were having nice weather that day. Before I could say anything, the dude starts walking up to my window to which I instantly think, nope. Roll my windows up. He was clearly high off his ass. So I was... So I wasn't messing with them. He was muttering something as he walked towards my window, but I couldn't quite make out what he was saying. I'm pretty sure it was something on the lines of, man, fuck you, or something of that nature. As I was rolling up the window, he grabbed the door handle and started yanking on it, trying to open my door. It was locked. Not lightly pulling on it, but like he was trying to rip the handle off. I just managed, I just managed to let out what the fuck. And then I looked at my husband, who was watching him clearly caught of guard by, by the whole thing. Yo, my husband, what are you doing? Drive, go. And when she jumped and snapped out of it and drove away. The druggy dude just stood in the middle of the road watching us drive away. As we drove off, I could see a few more people standing in the grass by the road where he was standing. I don't know if they were on something too or what. They just stood there and watched, not the creepiest or scariest, but when people are, are impaired by whatever the hell they're on, you never know what they, what they may try to do or how they're going to react to something or someone. And guys, this next one is called Blood Moon Hike. I was hiking in the Sierras by myself, doing long days and and ending right before nightfall. I just finished crossing over Mountain Pass and was exhausted from hiking all day. I decided to stop for the day and ended up randomly walking off trail for a bit and finding a spot on the ground to set up camp. Right before it's dark, I see this bearded guy walking through the woods towards me. Caught me off guard because I was in a location where there shouldn't be many other hikers. He said he just got done fishing and asked me if he could set his tent next to mine. I couldn't really say no, so I agreed. He started making small talk of me, but something seemed off about him. I decided to get in my VV small tent and started to go sleep. That's when he woke me. That's when he woke me up. He came over and kneeled down a few inches from me and whispered, you know, I think we're going to die tonight. I couldn't really believe what he just said. And he went on, you know, it's, it's the blue moon. Jesus is going to take us home tonight, both you and me. At this point, I'm almost shitting my pants. I'm hours from help with no cell reception. I then replied with a lame joke to get him back on. I hope not. I still have a lot of miles to hide. He then said, well, while you're sleep tight, 
Well, you sleep tight, by the way. My name's Spirit. He then went into his tent and closed the door. The rest of the night, I stayed awake. I took a tent stake, held it in my hand. Two more times, he got out of his tent, looked around, and then went back in. With the nose, he was asleep. and packed up all my stuff and literally ran down the trail. And the pitch dark until I was miles away. Hey guys, this next one is called Why I Don't Trust White Trucks. Okay, okay, so when I was like 17, 18, I worked at the summer temp and construction office. The office itself was really nice, but it was on the very shady side of town on the street, notorious for the sex workers. Maybe because I worked in the street, I felt more comfortable there than I should have. I don't think these stories are related. But they both really freaked me out, and they happened on the same street, so here they are. One, so the first one was while I was on my lunch break at work. I didn't drive yet, so I would run across the street to the taco place. did this every day I worked there. One day, I, I, was, I was in the back booth when a man I don't recognize sits across from me and starts talking to me. He starts asking me how old am I, what is my name, where I went to school. At first, I didn't want to be rude, but then he said something that then chills up my spine. You work for blank company name, right? Is anyone expecting back? At this point, I freaked out and said yes, of course. And as soon as he left my table, I went back to work. I was scared all summer that he would come in looking for me. The second story was about a year later. At night, I was driving home from my friend's house. I didn't want to go home yet, so I kept driving when I realized I'd hit the street. I decided this is far enough and I should probably go home. I switched lanes, accidentally cut off this white truck. He got into the lane next to me, he was about to yell at me, but then when he saw I was a woman, he stopped and mouthed for me to wait there. I did not. I got into the left turning lane, but the light was red. He was in the lane to go straight. When his light turned green in the middle of the intersection, he made this dramatic left and pulled over. When I turned left, he got behind me and started following me. It was late and we were the and, and we were the only ones on the road. Or at least it seemed that way. I tried to lose him. I started running red lights. He would follow me. I was booking it and he would match my scene. I wanted to go home, but I didn't want to late him there. So I turned off my headlights and ducked into the neighborhoods and took extra turns until I didn't see his headlights anymore. I was driving my dad's car, but they were out of town, so I went to my mom's. I went to my mom's house instead. They only lived a few blocks away from each other. When I got to the door, I didn't have the keys to my mom's house. I rang the doorbell and pounded on the door. They didn't hear me until I went into the backyard to knock on their window. I didn't tell her what happened. I, I thought she'd get mad at me for driving on, on that street that late. A few weeks later, my mom stepped and went out, went out of, went out of town, and I was home alone. I walked out to go to my new job, and there was a white truck in front of my house. It wasn't parked on the curb like normal parking jobs. It was parked so that the ha- headlights were facing the house. I asked him what he was doing there, and he said, I was wondering if you wanted to hang out with me. I, of course, said no. 
something about being late for work and got into my car and drove away. I to this day don't know if this was a coincidence or if they were the same truck, but now I don't trust any white trucks. Okay guys, so this next story is the hitchhiker. Okay, it was the early 80s. Yes, I'm that old. Back when people still hitchhiked and people didn't think anything of picking up strangers. It was winter, 7 p.m., and I stopped at the grocery store to pick up a few things. When I was getting back in my car after shopping, I was approached by a pregnant woman who was crying. She asked if I could could give her a ride home. That woman was so far far along, she she looked ready to pop. Since she was crying, I thought... She was in some kind of trouble. And how do you turn down a pregnant woman in that circumstance? I said, get in. After pulling out the store parking lot, I asked where she lived. I mean, it couldn't be far, far in her condition. She told me, she told me, and it was in a town that was 20 miles away. Well, shit. As I head towards the edge of our small town, I asked her how she got here, our town. She said she hitchhiked. I asked her what was so important that she hitchhiked all this way in her condition. She replied that she went to the went to the hospital or was just the closest one from the town she claimed to live in. So I guess that makes sense. It was only blocks away from the store. Making small talk as we reached the edge of town and went out into the highway and two laner but still uh street highway. I asked her why she needed to go to the hospital. She said because I hit hit myself in the stomach with a baseball bat to try and kill a baby. I sped up as fast as I dared because I wanted off the crazy train. I asked her nothing else but I still got the full story. Coming up boyfriend in Mill Hospital and I caught bits and pieces because I was focused on getting her home as quickly as possible. Then at a well lit turn off she stopped talking and slid down in the seat. There was a man standing right under the light hitchhiking towards the, the town we just left. I asked to get some bad judgment. You know him? She said, that's my boyfriend. He just got out of prison today. And he's looking for me. Well, this night just keeps getting better and better. To shorten up things a bit. We got to her town. I asked her where to go. She directed me to the park. It's surrounded by houses. I assume we were cutting through. Once in the park, she learned she leaned down towards my lap and, and, and attempts to unbutton my pants. I, I slammed on the brake, threw it in park, and and dove out the driver's side door. I suppose now would be a good time to mention this pregnant woman who had to be due any day. I also had no top teeth, none. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" She told me she wanted to be she wanted to reward me for bringing her home. I said, reward me by getting the fuck out of my car. She did, thank God, and I hauled it for home. On the the highway, once again, I saw she left her gloves in my car. Yeah, they went out the window. I've never since that day stopped to pick up a hitchhiker. Wow. Okay, guys, this next one is called My Dad Went to School with a Serial Killer. My dad went to North Fort Myers High School, and there was this kid there where 
the part of his arms above his hands where he would take the arms of the cartoon character Popeye the sailor uh, he was teased a lot and the voices drove him nuts so one night around 10 years after high school homeless man who lived at the Fort Worth Myers Walmart had been picking on Paul like the kids in school did the man was found stabbed and beaten severely in a ditch near Walmart at a time where Paul called off Paul and his best friend, a young man, his junior, by like 12 years, went with him to go to New York, to go to uh, Yiber City. He has never, he was never seen again until Paul linked the place to his body. Paul also killed his mother. And her friend tossed them into the creek on Can Coke Bridge. He called asking the police to help him stop himself from killing again. He was deemed insane and locked in the loony bin in 1992. Hmm. I met him a few times at Walmart since my dad never picked on him in high school. Wow. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this next one is called the Burger King Man. At some point when I was high school aged, age, I was with my grandfather and a couple of cousins at Burger King on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, all just in our Sunday best. We ordered food. Everybody was trying to get the drinks and I was standing there waiting since I, I didn't know where we were going to sit. An old man walks up to my male cousin and starts talking to him out of nowhere. But while he does this, he makes direct eye contact with me. That he does not break for a good 20 to 30 seconds. I've never seen anyone else ever stare so intently at a person. They weren't even talking to... We sit down and eat with the old man, sitting with an old lady a few tables over. He gets up mid-meal to get something, and, and as he walks by our table, he prospo- he prof- he prof- he purposefully and noticeably walks slower. Staring at me, I do not look up and act like I don't know this woman. While dying inside. Before we leave, it looked like the man wanted to talk to my cousin again. But we got out before he can get hold of him. Once outside and in the car, I asked my cousin what the man told him. My cousin told me he was talking about the girl behind the register and that he wanted to ask her when she graduated from high school so they could go on a date or something. It wasn't even about me at all, as I had suspected originally, but but it still let me but it still let me know where his intentions lay. He was dubbed the Burger King Man. A few weeks later, we go to the same Burger King after we're done eating and I'm throwing away my trash and notice the same man loitering around the restaurant. My grandpa wasn't ready to leave yet. He he always has to get a, a drink refill. But I tugged on my cousin's arm and told him we should go. When we got outside, holding that, I saw the Burger King King man again. He said he saw him too, and it looked like he was going to try and talk to him again. What? What this man's deal? What's this man's deal? Okay, no. 
What this man's deal was with sharing things with my cousin, I have no idea. I haven't gone back to that particular Burger King since. Just not interested in encountering a creep again. At least, at least I find the story kind of funny how, since my cousins and I got our, our own cryptide out of it. Beware the legend of the Burger King man coming to a franchise near you. Well, guys, thank you for listening to the episode, and hope you guys have a good night, or day whenever you all listen to this episode, and peace.